when you're too cheap to go to the library. The look inside this book club. I'm Becky Selengut. And I'm Matthew Amster Burton. We're back. I mean, we're not back. I mean, we're back for a new week of Look Inside. Yeah. And we are doing Wake a Sleeping Tiger, a novel of the breeds. Oh, wow. I love breed novels. I love breeders. Like you, like you. <laughs> yeah. You're a breeder. <laughs> I love the breeders. <laughs> okay. Yesterday's dreams, dot, dot, dot. Today's reality, dot, dot, dot. Tomorrow's hope. Wait, what, what That's are you... the beginning of the book. That's okay. The world of the breeds. They were created. They weren't born. Okay. Okay. That's a. That's just. I don't know if I should read that. Read that. That's kind of funny. Okay, I'll do that. They were created. They weren't born. They were trained. They weren't raised. They were genetic creations. Human DNA merged with that of the animal. Oh, of course. The perfect soldier, a disposable creature. They were created to die, often in the most horrible experiments the human mind could ever imagine. I feel like this perfect soldier thing never works out the way you're hoping. It, it right? Sure doesn't. Their oh. lives were a horror story from the moment of their births. Babes that knew that knew no tender care, no like you, hon. No sweet lullabies, nor mother's love. Wait, but oh yeah, no, I had one of those wire monkey mothers. Oh, <laughs> so sad. Did they really put people in with wire monkeys? People, no. Oh, <laughs> monkeys, other monkeys. It's still sad. I'm sure they put people in with wire monkeys. Fine, they put mothers. yes. Yes, and they put people in the wire monkey. <laughs> they cried until horse until they learned no one was coming unless they required feeding. Okay, is this... Oh, they've got this... ferberized. <laughs> <laughs> How do you know that word? I have parents with kids. Okay. I have parents, you have with, parents kids. with kids. That's me. Sure. No, I have like, friends. Like locked in your basement? I have friends with children. They cried into a horse until they learned no one was coming unless they required feeding, and many times they were allowed to go hungry until they lay weak and in pain. But oh. we haven't said what animal DNA they're crossed with yet, right? Or is mm-hmm. it just random, like... Animal well, DNA soup. The book is called Wake a Sleeping Tiger. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so that Good might point. give a hint. <laughs> <laughs> Only the basic. Most... So I'm going to say leopard. Okay. <laughs> Only the most basic of service was given to the babes. Creations that millions, billions Please of stop dollars. the babes. babes. Billions of dollars had gone into in more than a century of scientific experiments and genetic engineering. Cubs, they were called. Never babes. Wait, but what? They were called cubs. <laughs> But why then? Why was why were you saying babes a minute ago if they're never called babes? I'm confused. I, I guess the narrator is is as um, uh, self sabotaging. Okay. <laughs> Did I say babes? Maybe I should have said babes. Cubs. I should have said cubs. Yeah, damn it! God, they were never called babes. <laughs> they were called I'm cubs. So I knew that. Shock, self shocking. Yeah. But they were living beings that, in terms of the cost of their creation, were nearly priceless. Yet in the, okay, I'm bored now, so I'm going to move on. The Please. Breeds from the Journal of Dr. Ambrose, Geneticist, oh, Genetic Theorist. Oh, so this theorist. is like, it's got a framing device like a Handmaid's Tale. Uh-huh. Science. Wait, that's really the first that's word? That's a sentence. Yeah, that's the whole sentence. <laughs> Science. <laughs> what can't it do? Right? Am I right, Isn't that guys? Is Jones song? <laughs> yeah. Science. She blinded me <laughs> with it. The ultimate good or the ultimate evil? I'm Matthew, gonna say, what do you think? How about neither? How about it's not black or white? <laughs> In this, I say we have become the ultimate evil. Oh, okay. Well, that that clears that right up. 200 years before, a vision came into being, one that began with the purest of intentions, yet turned to the darkest of perversions. Isn't that always the way? Mm. Yep. The creation of an altered being, one that... Be- it was called the uh, World Trade Organization... <laughs> The creation of an altered being, one that began with a mutation of the most base genetic code even before conception. 
Those first scientists had a vision for their creations, a mix of human and animal, stronger, faster, more enduring, and impervious to the illnesses or wounds that kill and maim. I don't see how this could go wrong. I mean... <laughs> I don't either. If such this a... sounds like a great idea, and... We should do it. If such a species of man could be created, they argued, then they could be studied, their talents used to strengthen the human race. Arrogance. There is such arrogance in science. Mm -hmm. I'd say there's arrogance in non-science as well. Yeah. Um, and really, it all comes down to what animal you choose. Like, if it's going to be tiger, I can see how that, this could go wrong. But if you picked a cool animal like hedgehog, <laughs> like, that right? would be... That would, that couldn't turn out evil. What Hedgehogs about, are so cute. We were talking about sloths earlier. We were, yeah. Why, why didn't anyone have the uh, the good idea, very good idea, that you could create a, a, a race of genetically modified humans that acted more like sloths? That is a good idea, and I will go you one, one better and something we could actually do. Why isn't there, and maybe there is, a sloth shapeshifter romance? Because the sex scene would be 400 pages. <laughs> and what's the problem? We'd, people would fall asleep before they got to the orgasm. Hmm. The orgasm would last forever. Oh, wait. Do you think sloths have like three-day slothgasms? Totally. I'm going to say yes. Nothing science, is fast. Science has shown it to be so. <laughs> Just don't call them a babe. Oh, gosh. Um, okay. I well, thought you were going to say that the sloth thing wouldn't work because like... Uh, men already morph into sloths for a large amount of the time? I don't gender stereotype. Okay. What began with such innocent intentions became darker, more perverted. Oh, so we're like erotic robots now. Oh, I like that. Mm. Stronger than any of them imagined, the animal strength and power merged with the human spirit and gave birth to the declaration of shapeshifters i'm just joking but like it just seemed like <laughs> wait does it really say merged with the human no, spirit it okay. does say merged with the human spirit and gave birth to such determined will such preternatural i can never say that preternatural I, I can say it but i don't know actually what it means it means um uh outside of the realm of natural okay. i think um beauty and grace that those scientists could not bear to admit they could not control what they believed they had created Blah, blah, blah. So, this sounds yeah. like some sort of marketing speech for... For what? <laughs> for like some sexy uh, uh, like, robot vibrator yes. that, that is like dangerous, like, but it's you so want good, it. You won't, you won't be able to turn it off. It. Right. Yeah, that's what this sounds like. Okay, soon they tortured the beings they birthed. They created such horrendous experiments in the name of science they were eager to argue, that, it, but it was in the name of their own greed and corrupt natures. For over a century and a half, they gave birth to one after another of those they called breeds. Yeah. Hundreds, perhaps thousands. Oh, so like thousands of different human-animal combinations mm -hmm. or just thousands of different individual organisms? It's very important that I get an answer to this question. <laughs> that can, if science can give us slothgasms, I think that... It's the ultimate good. I agree with that. Uh huh. They were soldiers sent to assassinate, to spy, to gain riches and power for the organization that funded the research program. So it's basically like a, a like a capitalist drones. Yeah, like a Blackwater, like a Skynet. Yeah, it's it, it's uh all right. Um, they were soldiers sent to okay in a human human ish form. Then they experimented upon to see how much pain they could endure, how deeply they could be wounded and still survive. The babes. Oh. Stop they calling already the babes. forgot the babes to ensure the babes is what you say like like me and the babes are going out for cosmos right or babes in the wood uh-huh yeah is that right babes yeah. in the wood yeah 
to the babes to ensure only the strong survived weren't cuddled or given affection. They weren't Aww. nurtured or raised. From the moment they drew their first breath, each moment of their lives was an exercise in training, in horror. Such horrors. So many babes left to die, to wither to a final breath, but when but a gentle touch would have brought about untold strength. Wait, what? <laughs> um, Why would a gentle touch brought about untold... Oh, oh, if they had only been touched, they would have been able to come back alive. Oh. They were breeds, less than human, less mm-hmm. than animal, as far as those scientists were concerned, and they spilled the blood of the breeds, took life after life, as though such atrocities would never be found out. But they were found out. Oh. Found out, proof given. The creations then turned on those who believe themselves to be their creators. Is the whole book going to be like this, I'm or done. is there I'm, ever? Is I'm, there... I'm moving on. Okay. <laughs> okay, from Graham's Journal, the oh, recessed great. primal breed. Oh. Recessive primal breed genetics after age five begins with an animal's awareness of its own strength and the danger surrounding it. What? I don't know. It can also be the child. So now they're not a babe, they're a child. It can also be the child's primal response to protecting itself and the creature lurking inside. Okay. <laughs> Continued recession. I mean, this sounds like a normal toddler this, to this me is so far. Such a crazy book. Continued recession after age eighteen to twenty can be blamed solely on the breed and the dictates of his human genetics. I don't think they're using the word recession in a way that any person has ever used it. Mm. The animal refuses to go against its nature, and the human refuses to acknowledge what the animal knows. At its base, the stubbornness of the two natures is in conflict, both refusing to relent. This is some Freudian shit. In the end, the awakening of those recessed abilities comes when the animal grows tired of the human's obstinate nature and surges forward to take control in ways that prove false the belief that the human controls the predator within. Okay, great. All right, okay, now we're going to get into the fucking book. You ready? <laughs> I don't believe you. I've been, I've been taunted so many times now by breeder this <laughs> and predator that. Okay. Five in the morning was too damn early for a knock on the front door. Oh, wow. Something that sounds like action. He was barely out of bed and showered. His coffee was still dripping into his cup. What? What? Oh. What, Chemex? Like, I guess. <laughs> and he hadn't even had a chance to strap his weapon on. Oh. Mm, that's what he said. Cullen Maverick. No. No, yeah. no, no, Cullen. no. Cullen. Cullen Maverick. Yeah. Who's this? Does it sound familiar to you? Do you know Colin Maverick? No, it's just the. Did the, you go to high school with Colin Maverick? God, I wish. No, it's just the the craziest fucking made up <laughs> name I've ever heard on this show. Colin Maverick liked things in order whenever because possible. You know what it is? It's like, uh, it's it's the unholy offspring of, um, uh, you know, Edward Cullen from Twilight and oh. Maverick from Top Gun. Oh, nice. Colin Maverick liked things in order whenever possible. It made life. A hell of a lot easier. Pulling his weapon from his side holster, he made his way to the front door, confident that if a threat... Wait, I thought he hadn't strapped on his weapon yet. He hadn't... That's true. Gosh, <laughs> okay. well, whatever. Maybe maybe the holster wasn't on his side at the time he pulled the weapon out of it. This is real important we get this right. <laughs> Pulling his weapon from his side holster... Discussion, 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 discussion. <laughs> he made his way to the front door, confident that if a threat awaited outside, that it wasn't directed by forces other than a normal workday upheaval. That's what? Uh, wow, uh, okay. Uh. As commander of the Navajo Covert Law Enforcement Agency, that's N-C-L-E-A for okay. short, he'd made a few enemies over the years. Those enemies weren't the ones he'd watched out for, though. It was the enemies he'd made as a teenager that worried him. If, okay, um... You're going to get some answers I'm, right here. Okay. The knock came again, firm, though not masculine in the least. I, yeah, that's a lot to get from a knock. <laughs> did that, did that sound like yeah. it had a pussy? <laughs> cool. 
<laughs> Fucking sexist. <laughs> Recognizing the sound, a direct knock without pounding. What? Oh. Come on. Hey. Can you wanna... Girls can pound. <laughs> I could go for a direct knock without pounding. <laughs> <laughs> he knew instantly who it was without questioning how he knew. His lips almost quirked into a smile. No. Yep. There we go again. Lip lit, twerks. Lit, lit, lit listeners, we got a quirked into a smile, something you've never heard in your life. Well, it's it's interesting. Like, let's, let's talk about, uh, um, bio, like, science for a second. Um, how, like, someone, presumably this quirk thing started because someone put it in their romance novel and someone else read it and like, ooh, I'm going to put that in my romance novel. And, it, and these things come out so fast, like, it just spread like a virus. But I think it's recessive in that some people didn't really know <laughs> that, that they're capable of bringing out the grammatical beast within, exactly. which is to say, <laughs> quirked into a smile. And then the, the all human, you know, reasoning uh-huh. stepped back. A quick look outside the narrow window next to the door showed a slender, feminine figure dressed in jeans and a light jacket. One of the junior members of the force, she'd been on a few operations, though he'd refused to give the go-ahead to move her higher. (sighs) Chelsea Martinez, with her black hair, brown eyes, oh, it's because she's brown, brown eyes and dusky skin of combined Navajo and Caucasian parents, stared at the door as though she, she could will it open. Maybe if she knocked uh, harder. She was a force to be reckoned with when she wanted to be. He should know. He was usually the one butting heads with her. Swinging the door open as he leaned against the side of the wall, he stared down at if her. If my supervisor was named Cullen Maverick, I'd be like, can I be reassigned? Like, I think <laughs> I, I think my boss has a crazy made up name <laughs> and is probably like on the run from the law. Seriously. Uh, do we need to take it to a break? Let's do that. Okay. During the break, Becky said, why do you shake it every time? And I said, because it doesn't always fall into the little thing. Well, what were we talking about, Lipic listeners? That's up to you. Okay. Swinging the door open as he leaned against the side of the wall, he stared down at her somber, implacable expression with a slight smile. Do you ever have an implacable expression? I think I do right now. Does that mean unmoving? Unshakable? I guess so, because he is fucking frozen. (laughs) Let it go. (laughs) Dawn was barely lighting the land outside. Oh, what? I, who's Dawn? <laughs> I, yeah, I had the exact same reaction. <laughs> Giving it an otherworldly, quiet sense of solitude, belied by the homes along the side of and facing his own. What? Oh, Don't there worry. was no solitude. No, okay. You didn't call, so I assume this isn't life or death, he remarked when she just stared up at, up, up at him silently. She'd been doing that a lot in the past few months, just staring at him as though she expected something from him, as though he'd forgotten something. What? <laughs> she cleared her throat, lips thinning, her gaze sliding from his. Yay! Oh, they jumped from his to hers. Wow. Whoa, I love moving gaze. For just... I, I, yeah, they, their, their rates are great. They, uh, <laughs> they have a reliable truck. <laughs> They're very strong. They hit the gym a lot. Oh, my God. Disco ball in the back of the U-Haul? Oh, God. Disco ball in the back, back of the, of the U-Haul. U-Haul? Yeah. If that's not a song... Okay, some listener needs to write that song, okay. Disco Ball in the U-Haul. Oh, my God. Totally. Yeah. Her gaze sliding from his for just a second before jerking back. Oh. oh, I hate jerking gaze. I need to talk to you. Quiet, intense. Her demeanor wasn't threatening, just too damn serious. Come on, I'll give you the first cup of coffee, he sighed heavily. No doubt she was there to argue over her place in the agency again. She'd been pushing for some of the more dangerous assignments in the past months. Months. Covert ops agents were kept quiet. They had yeah, no... that's why they call it covert oh. ops. <laughs> Thank you for the explanation, <laughs> fuckers. They had no official uniforms. 
didn't call attention to themselves. Um, this covert. Is covert fucking ops. Because cl- covert ops agents in clown suits <laughs> okay. didn't really work. Yeah, right. <laughs> Yeah, um, uh-huh. officer, officer Becky, we need to talk. Like, I've been putting you on these undercover uh, assignments, and you keep going out wearing uh, wearing your police uniform and uh, flat, like driving the the official black and white and riding around with the siren everywhere. And I don't know if you know what undercover means. I yeah, I don't think you know what covert means. Chelsea was one of the mo- of the more covert agents. Wait, what? <laughs> How would you know? She's one of the more covert agents. <laughs> what? 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 I, I don't know, but I, no but one's ever said because, that. Because when they were raid, when criminals were raiding, who they exactly, detected? It's like right. a, it's that's right. After after they arrest the criminal, like we need to we need to ask you some questions. How do you think I did on the covert thing? Like, did you suspect me? I didn't really really think so until she pulled out her her weapon and her badge. Mm-hmm. Rated five on the covert agent uh-huh. detectability. Yeah, she list. was. She was. Oh, she was named People Magazine um, covertest agent alive. Covertest. <laughs> Is that even a word? No. <laughs> Though she mainly worked in an assistant capacity at the office, she could streamline files and people like nobody's business. What? <laughs> what? Hell, her name wasn't even officially listed with the Wait. agency, and he liked it that way. No, I'm sorry. I'm not letting that go past so quickly. How do you streamline people? How do you streamline files? Well, I can see that meaning. At least I have like a guess of what that might mean, but I do not know what streamlining people. Could... Moving their case through quickly. I guess. And therefore the people, the person comes with the fi- their file. How would you rate my covert? <laughs> <laughs> Very low. The person comes with the file? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hell, her name wasn't even officially listed with the agency, and he liked it that way. It lessened any danger she might face and ensured he didn't have to worry about losing a damn good friend because someone else blinked. Oh, so he's like, you know, parochial? Mm. Parochial? Uh, No, not parochial. That's like a religious school, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, uh, What am I trying to say? Paternal? Paternal. She was too young to be part of operations. He tried to explain to her, to make her understand that he couldn't put her in the line of fire until her training was far more seasoned. What? But she's what? She's going on these covert ops, right? I, the reason why she's successfully covert is because she's not actually she's an not, agent. Right? Because she's she's a desk she's jockey. Doing she's files. a covert, She's like a deep cover desk jockey. <laughs> Here you go. Stepping into the kitchen, he removed that first cup of coffee and placed it on the. Why is it so important to keep naming that it's the first cup of coffee? Oh, the first cup of coffee of the day is so important. If you don't get that right, the whole day is shot. You drink tea, so I'm not taking this at <laughs> nope. all for any, as you an, ex, as you, as an expert. He removed that first cup of coffee and placed it on the round table that sat in the middle of the darkened room. Flip mm. a light on if you need to. Nope, she's covert. No, she, no, no. She yeah, drinks in the not. dark. That was the test, and she passed. Yeah, George Thurgood. She drinks, <laughs> she drinks alone <laughs> and in the dark. He rarely turned the lights on in the place simply because he spent the least amount of time there as possible. That doesn't make any sense. Say it again. He rarely turned the lights on in the place simply because he spent the least amount of time there as possible. That doesn't make uh, any sense. Just because you don't go somewhere uh, often doesn't mean you, you you like to be in the dark when, when you're, you're there. there. That doesn't make any <laughs> fucking sense. Maybe the light burned out and he, and he just hasn't bothered to replace like, it. I, I went to a place I rarely go to. I really had like to shit. Like the basement. I really right. had to shit, but I didn't shit because I rarely go there. Uh-huh. Go. I get it. <laughs> no, that wasn't. I wasn't trying to make a pun. It just doesn't make any logical sense. As was, far as he knows, she never shits. She's got. She's got the most covert shit <laughs> in the entire force. It was a place to sleep and keep the few possessions he owned and live like a mole. 
Oh. <laughs> no, I'm just, I'm, I added that, like, because he doesn't turn the lights on. Right. Mainly his clothes. Sometimes the television screen set in the fridge door was on. Oh, it's the future. Okay. But not, thank you for that. <laughs> Matthew. <laughs> <laughs> Matthew mansplained that the, fri- that the fridge no, had a television in it, and I therefore just realized the it. I was explaining it to myself. Oh, I just okay. figured it out myself, and I was like, "Oh, oh, okay." I wasn't like, "Come on, Becky!" Becky Everyone knows they the- have they have fridge TVs in the future. They actually have fridge TVs now. I know, <laughs> but not this morning. But only douchebags have them. Maybe that's why I didn't need to turn a light on because the the light casting off of the fridge the refrigerator door was you know was enough was enough. Yeah. He hadn't time yet to turn it on. Oh. Nope, he hadn't had time yet to turn it on, and music would get on his nerves after an hour or so. I'm fine, she assured him. His night vision had improved over the past years. What? Oh, oh be- now we find out why the dark. Oh, because he... He's, he can see in the dark. Because he's got the, the Kavorka or whatever. The Kavorka? Yeah. Is the- that like some sort of klezmer band? <laughs> yeah. Or like a klezmer band that like kills you with, with uh, injections, like Kavorkian? Oh, yeah. Okay. Kavorka? What's that? It was a joke on Seinfeld. Oh, okay. Didn't see that episode. His night vision had improved over the past years. At first, he'd questioned the change until realizing his twin, Gideon, was in the area. For some reason, the appearance of the primal Bengal sibling had sharpened a few of the recessed breed traits Colin possessed. They really don't know what recess means. I hate this so much. They didn't take basic biology, did they? And and as a biology teacher, former biology teacher, this is really hurting you, It's very painful. Because recessed genes don't just come out all of a sudden. (laughs) No, that's not what it means at all. What they're trying to say is what word? They're trying to say... (sighs) Dormant? Dormant is what they're trying to say. But not enough to change his life. Not enough to worry him. Let me get my... Co- do you think the Bengal brother is like the beast within or like his actual brother? No, his actual twin. Okay. Oh. Mm. I don't know. Actually, no, you know his what? twin. He I named don't care. His, he named his twin. So unless he's got oh, okay. like multiple personalities. Well, maybe when you when you have the beast, when, you you, when you're it? a breed, like the beast has one name and, and the human has oh, another name. But was in the area? Does he refer to his own body as the <laughs> okay. area? You're right. That's <laughs> kind of conclusive. <laughs> Let me get my coffee before we, let me get my coffee before we start, Minx. Check out this area. Oh wait, listen to that. Hold on. Oh sorry. Let me get my coffee before we start, Minx. He shot her Ew. a grin. That solemn sad expression was beginning to bother him in ways he couldn't put a finger on. Did he call her Minx or did she call him Minx? I, I assume he called he her. Called... Yeah. That's not acceptable. Isn't isn't he her boss? I think so. Ew. Has right. She... Hashtag Weinstein. Maybe that's her code name. Weinstein? Uh, yeah. <laughs> of course. The answer wasn't exactly what he wanted to hear. I know how you are without that first cup. Again with the first cup. See? What did I tell you? There was no amusement in her tone, no teasing. What the hell was up with her? Leaning back against the counter and crossing his arms over his chest, he frowned at her. Damn, she looked so sad. Not angry or upset. There was a sense of loss emanating from her, and he couldn't find a reason for it. Yeesh, that's a, that was a lot of emotions. Pulling the cup free of the coffee maker, when it finished, he lifted it, sipped it, and continued to regard her. How often have you regarded this someone? This is a strange interaction. But she then again, he's some sort of like human-animal hybrid, and who knows what the fuck she is. She wasn't fidgeting in front of him, wasn't acting in the least nervous as she usually did whenever she was ready to put forth yet another position I she could hold like on. I feel like I've heard a lot about what isn't happening. Right. Anything to get her out of the office and put her training to work, she'd demand. She was a member of the Breed Underground. She pointed out the last time. <laughs> That's a band, right? Uh-huh. It's covert. 
a covert band. <laughs> She'd helped move juvenile and adult breeds more than half a dozen times, keeping them just ahead of the genetics council or pure blood fanatics searching for them. And yes, she had done that, but he he didn't command the breed underground. He couldn't disqualify her as a member of the forces that aided hidden breeds or mates. So he argued, he ground his teeth. What? So he ground his teeth each time she went out and argued with her cousins over it on a constant basis. I didn't understand anything you said, and matter. I don't want to know. Doesn't matter. She was too innocent for covert work, too. Innocent to be. What? But she's one of the most covert, covert agents we have. I know. <sighs> okay. She was too innocent for covert work. No. Too innocent to be scarred by the crazies in the world. He's really very parental yes. towards her. Minx. Spit it out, he sighed, lowering the cup and facing her quiet, intense expression. What have you come up with this time? What argument do you think will sway me? She, oh, she wants to convince him to let her go on a mission? Yep. I mean, if she's one of the most covert agents... Definitely the author of this book doesn't know what covert means. If you can't see her moving files on her desk, don't you think she'd be good at taking someone out and putting them in the ground? Yeah, definitely. A thing I say all the time. She blinked a few times, and he wasn't. And if he wasn't mistaken, her eyes actually looked as though... As though were those tears? Oh. No. What the hell had happened? Setting his coffee doesn't aside... She, hasn't she learned how to cry covertly? <laughs> setting his coffee aside, he prepared to act to fix whatever had been done to bring tears to her eyes. Wait, but that's his first cup that he just set aside. Oh, my God. This, this book is going to crap right here. <laughs> Chelsea, he questioned gently. Oh, she has a name. It's not Minx. Yeah, Chelsea Martinez. What's going on, honey? <laughs> Funny. Cullen watched as he as she pulled back the front of her Wait, jacket. Except that I forgot till you just mentioned it that his name is still Cullen Maverick. Yes. Cullen watched as she pulled back the front of her jacket and removed a folded piece of white paper from inside it and slowly laid it on the table. Cullen swore he felt the need to growl. One of those dark, deep rumbles of dangerous warning he'd heard come from his twin's throat more than once. Every muscle in his body tensed, and he knew, knew to the soles of his damn feet, what that simple piece of paper represented. His gaze lifted to hers once again. You don't want to do this, Chelsea, he sighed. Come on, honey. We can talk about this. They had to talk about it. They were going to talk about it. Yeah, He'd yes. be damned if he'd let her. It's my resignation from the agency, she told him, her tone soft but firm, that, determined. I, I know what's going on. That's the only way to get even more covert. If, if you don't even work even for them, yeah. There at all. <laughs> she, she'd made her mind up. By God, she actually thought she'd made her mind up to leave him, to leave the agency, that she could just walk away. He stared at it. He glared at it. <laughs> Wait, really? He glared at it. <laughs> he snared at it. The gaze burst into flames. And the memory of that paper dissipated along with everything else. The hell you are. Lifting his head, he directed that glare at her. And she met it. Not once did she flinch, flinch or look away. Not one time did she even pretend to acknowledge his dominance. Hell, she didn't even consider it. The agency isn't going to work for me, Cullen. Because I don't let you run it, he snapped. You don't make the decisions there, girl. Wait, she wants to run the agency? No, that's what just he thinks. Oh, okay. If you did, Commander would be sitting in front of your name instead of mine. Maybe she does. Wait, his name's Commander Maverick? <laughs> there were that's times... his title? Commander Maverick? <laughs> There were times, few though that they had been, that standing firm would encourage her to back down. She had to back down on this. She nodded sharply. Agreed, but I never wanted to run it. I just wanted to be a part of it, not a glorified running girl for you and the other agents. That's just not happening, so it's time I leave. His jaw tightened with a surge of anger, at once confusing and filled with frustration. You won't give it time, he began, his back teeth grinding. I don't have any more time to give it, Cullen. Her lips tilted in remorse as she lifted one hand out to him before dropping it just as quickly. I have two questions. 
Uh, first off, are, are we going to do a game? Yeah, I'm waiting to get okay. to the line. Oh, okay. Because uh, that's that's fine. If we need to go over it, it's because I thought of another game, which is I want to combine more uh, characters from Twilight with characters from Top Gun. Oh, like, okay. Um, you can do that because I don't know Twilight. Jacob Goose. Oh, nice. Um, I know uh, Goose. Bella Iceman. I think that's all I got. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure fans of Twilight and Top Gun. Viper. There was a guy named Viper. I know that. Possibly in both. <laughs> Viper, Viper. Time for what? He stepped closer, though she chose that moment to look away from him, unaware he was coming closer. Alice. He... Alice Viper. Okay, shut up now. That his refusal to accept this was about to get up close and personal. <laughs> Grandfather agrees it's time I go. Grandfather? <laughs> <laughs> that I find my own way. Colin? She turned back, her gaze going first to where he was supposed to be, then to the shadow suddenly at her side. Whoa. Get the gaze out of the shadows. <laughs> Colin? <laughs> do, do gays cast shadows? Colin? 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 Is, is the grandpa there referring to Grandpa Maverick? Colin? Breathless. A woman's sound. One filled with surprise, a bit of shock, and a hint of apprehension as he swung. That's a very specific sound. What is going on? As he swung her around, pulling her against him, letting her feel the erection. He had no intention of hiding from her any longer. No, wait, what? Seriously? Mm-hmm. I thought, I thought he, she was like his daughter. I really did. And damn her. Her lips parted, her eyes like soft melted chocolate, stared up at him, widening, then turning slumberous as her breathing escalated, her breaths, breasts rising and falling faster as he held her to him. I hate this. The guys, the gaze shrieked. <laughs> what the hell was wrong with him? The distant thought wasn't enough to stop him. It, was an, it wasn't enough to pull back, to free her and let the her walk away. The thought that, that, that she's his daughter. Shh. <laughs> He'd known for years, far too many years, that this was coming. And when it happened, letting her go wouldn't be an option. All that wild independence and pure energy she possessed would have to be tamed. The thought of the danger she'd face otherwise was more than he could contemplate. This is why, he snarled, his lips lowering to her ear, his own breathing harder, hunger driving a stake straight to his balls. Wait, what? No, what? Yes, that's what it says. Hunger driving Driving a a stake straight to his balls. Do you think it was a ribeye? Ow, yeah. (laughs) I have nothing to say to any of this. I'm just upset. As he fought the need to take her then and there, to back her against the wall, get this her came out of, This came out of nowhere, right? Like, I did not, I didn't get that there was like a, a simmering sexual tension thing going on He called at her all. minx, Matthew. I guess. Do you but, call your daughter minx? No. Um, Unless but, you're Trump. Yeah, exactly. To back her against the wall, get her hot and ready for him before taking her. Oh, gross. <sighs> He'd take her from behind, of course, pushing inside the sweet heat between her thighs as his teeth gripped her neck. Wait, isn't sweet heat a flavor of Doritos? <laughs> I think it is. <laughs> they were already there, raking over the tender flesh at the bend of her <sighs> neck and shoulder, gripping, releasing his tongue, laving the sharp bite. Laving? Laving? It means L-A- like licking. L-A-V-I-N-G? Yeah. How do you pronounce it? laughing i think i'm not sure her nails were gripping his shoulders her head resting against his arm as he held her the little cry that left her throat one of pleasure and shock are you sure yeah or, did she consent sharp sweet pleasure struck at his senses the reaction so strong so deep he felt it awaken something inside him that he knew he couldn't allow free i could really go for some of those doritos right about now <laughs> something dark something hungry fuck the beast it's the beast as quick as he'd pulled her to him colin released her and all but jumped back from her God, the scent of her, the taste of her skin, so sweet and soft. Giving his head a hard shake and turning his back on her, he raked his fingers through his hair and fought to get a grip on himself. 
Lust had never controlled him. He'd never let his hunger free like that, even during his marriage. Bef- oh, poor <laughs> wife. Got his poor wife poor- or his husband. <laughs> poor before his wife's painful death. He'd never felt that deep, deep hunger. So when it finally came out, he killed her. I like guess. another presence coming alive inside him, like a tapeworm. Yep. God, Chelsea, I'm sorry. What more could he say? He couldn't explain it even to himself. Goodbye, Colin. He turned as she raced from the kitchen to the living room. He'd taken two running steps to stop her before pulling back, forcing himself to stop, to let her go. His lips pulled back in fury. A snarl ripped from him seconds before he turned and plowed his fist into the wall, burying it into the suddenly crumbling drywall. What was it? Fuck you, drywall. A fist up God? What was that? Yeah, yeah, I don't remember. (laughs) Jerking back, he stared at his knuckles, his fingers. They ached, but not from the strike. And it wasn't just the fist that slammed into the wall that was aching. His other hand was balled so tight he swore his nails were pricking the flesh of his palm. Ouch. Uh, Maybe you should file? Yeah, exactly. Damn her, he bit out. Just just because your name is... Uh, Commander Commander Cullen Maverick doesn't mean you can't get a Manny Petty. He bit out, damn her. Do you ever bite out things? No, I don't like that either. Keep your teeth in your mouth. Forcing himself back to the damn kitchen <laughs> and that damned letter on the table. Before he could stop himself, oh, he... The letter of resignation. Yeah. Is she still in the living room, do you no, think? No, he's out. She's out. Okay. He ripped it to shreds and let the pieces fall to the floor, watching them flutter with a slow, gliding grace. She'd be back. It was just another damn way to show him how serious she was. He'd put her on one of the less dangerous operations when she came back, he promised himself. But still covert, right? Right. Hell, he should have done it already, but he liked having her with him in the office. She was funny, insightful. She smelled good. Oh. Don't smell people in the office, no. ever. And she'd run from him. He must have scared her, though Chelsea wasn't the type to get scared over a kiss. It was more than a kiss. You pressed your erection into her. Uh-huh. You laved, whatever that means, yeah. her neck. Yeah, he You did... snarled at her. The beast was, was coming out. Fucking Louis C.K. all up in her business. Ew. Ew. I don't even know if we can read books like this anymore. <laughs> I mean, th- it's a new world. This one's this one's so out there. It's a yeah, new old world. But I, yeah, I know what you mean. Okay, okay. So then, last little bit here, and then we'll get to our game from Graham's journal: the recessed primal G- breed. The primal breed will know his mate, sensing her even without the benefit of mating heat. Oh. The recessed primal will sense his mate, know her, and find comfort and calm in her presence. Only mating heat will release his breed genetics, though, and allow the primal free of its cage. So, so we're to assume... It sounds like what that's saying is, like, it doesn't matter whether she's into it or not. Nope. Right. She released mating heat. Or, or even if she didn't, he'll even, know his mate. He'll know his mate, and he'll find comfort and calm in her presence. She won't have any agency in this. Yeah, like, hey, guess what? You're my mate. Do I get any say in the matter? She, nah. not, she not only won't find any agency in this, have any agency, agency in this, she actually won't be part of the agency, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> she, she turned in her resignation from the agency. Okay, so the game is... Um, oh, I forgot to write, write how I described the game. Oh, I didn't write how you described the game. Well, anyway, you just said, uh, what What else does mating heat bring out? Okay. You, you want me to go first? Yeah, I have no idea if I did this correctly, but I'm going to guess no. Mating heat helps Costco shoppers locate the bulk containers of coffee mate. <laughs> nice. Um, that's, that's really important for the first cup of the day. <laughs> Only mating heat can bring out the full flavor and succulence of the primal. Mm, I like that. Mating heat... Uh, sorry, Arctic mating heat helps penguins find randy polar bears so that they can go the other way. And that means bisexual. 
so so a bisexual penguin is into polar bears and penguins is that the idea no actually i meant go the other way like run the other way oh i see (laughs) um only mating heat will set his loins on fire a fire that can be quenched only by the caress of his lover or by an industrial fire suppression system (laughs) mating heat in a time of global climate change, mating heat can also help people find Mr. and Ms. Right when suddenly everyone is really, really hot. <laughs> mating heat will bind the primal breed with his mate like two slices of bread glued together with sticky layers of peanut butter and honey. Mm, I'm hungry. That sounds really good. <laughs> I know. Do you have that in your house right now? I might. Can you make me that right now? I think I'll, I, I'll see if I have enough bread. Okay. Like, meaning if you don't have one slice? like Or, you, or if, I, if there's any bread. Okay, that's more <laughs> accurate. How can you glue together one slice? You, you can fold it, it over. Half. Wow. Okay, mating heat. With the right plugins, mating heat can be accessed to make exactly one batch of Jiffy Pop popcorn. <laughs> <laughs> like, do you just, like, set the Jiffy uh-huh. Pop thing on your lap? and like, Yeah. Yeah, uh-huh. I love it. Yeah. I, I don't have any more. Okay. Okay. Tell the good people where they can find us. Lookinsidethisbookclub.com and facebook.com slash lookinsidetbc, which this week stands for Look Inside This Breeds... Coffee. Uh, coffee. Yeah. Coffee. <laughs> Uh, and next time, we're doing a book that I like to call Firefighter Unicorn by Zoe Chant. No! That's the name? The name of the book, once again, is Firefighter Unicorn by Zoe Chant. Firefighter Unicorn by mm-hmm. Zoe Chant? Like I'm chanting? Exactly. Okay, that's a made-up name. All right, we'll see you next time. How, but uh, however, uh, Colin Maverick is a real name, it turns uh-huh. out. Oh, hey, leave us a review. We're at 43 reviews, and I'm going to send out a challenge here that by February 30th. Okay. Is there a February 30th? There is not. Okay, by February 30th, we have 50 reviews. <laughs> Great. So I guess by the time it by the time the clock strikes February 30th, we will definitely have that many reviews. All right, see you next time. Don't you wish your girlfriend was hot like me? Don't you?